Welcome to the Product Business Podcast. This is your number one podcast for the tips, actions, and insights to make more money from your products while enjoying your life. I'm your host, Amy Wenslow. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. I am really excited today to be talking to you about something that occurred in my life literally the past, um, I'd say, a couple weeks off and on, and that was uncertainty, right? Right now in the United States, we are living in a culture of uncertainty, and there are some tools to tame it that will give you clarity and a sense of direction to go forward if you choose to use them. But first, we have to talk about what the heck is certainty and the amount of uncertainty, right? There's a a word called VUCA, and that's spelled V-U-C-A. And VUCA is an acronym for a description of the world, right? That we live in a VUCA world. So what is a VUCA world? VUCA is volatile, meaning it's constantly in a state of change and, and disruption. Uncertain is the U in VUCA. And of course, that's just that the world is unpredictable, right? Chaotic. It's constantly in a state of flux and it's ambiguous, meaning it's hard to pin things down sometimes. So a VUCA world is volatile, uncertain, chaotic, and ambiguous. Sounds like what 2020 has been, right? If we are living through an extremely VUCA world. Now, this acronym has been around for a while. It's used a lot with economists and HR professionals, but there's a bigger piece here when it comes to VUCA with leadership and with uncertainty and your own experience of moving yourself forward. Now, there's really two kinds of certainty. I was reflecting a lot on this today and I was reflecting on it because I have been really struggling with getting clarity on some decisions around our marketing and some events that we're pulling together. So I've been questioning myself a lot. And I recognized that there were a couple things at play. So the first type of certainty of the two types of certainty are certainty that is generated from a sameness of external things, right? Like the sun always rises in the east, it sets in the west, um, that your car is going to turn on when you put the key in the ignition, right? That's the type of certainty that is just been, it's happened so many times that you can pretty much bank on it. And, you know, we've operated with a lot of that in our lifetimes, right, as a culture and as people and humans. And we get very upset when that type of certainty gets disrupted. And we have had a lot of disruption this year. The second kind of certainty, though, is actually the bigger game. So 
The second kind of certainty is certainty that is generated from your internal core. I like to think of it like the leadership of myself for me, right? So this internal core of strength and courage and resourcefulness and leadership towards the vision that you want is actually the greater sense of certainty to go for because it's the one that you are most able to impact. Now, I was reflecting on this, like I said, and there's a couple things that really work to make this easier for you. Number one, having the discipline to build habits that support you. Now, I was asked on Monday by somebody from the National Association of Women Business Owners. I'm, I'm a member and I'm actually on the board of a chapter. And I was asked by a new member when she heard that we had been, my company, Products to Profits, has been in the top 6% of women-owned businesses almost every year since we started in 2008. And she asked me a great question. She asked, what do you think made that possible? And how come you were able to do that where other people haven't been able to? And nobody's ever asked me that question before quite that way. So it was spectacular. It was so smart. And there were a couple things that I came out with in this conversation of, well, I have an accountability partner that I literally text like my top three actions for every day, almost every weekday. I also have been in a goal setting group for 30 years or so. Actually, it's about 25 years. Um, they've been meeting for over 35 years and I'm one of the newbies in the group. Um, so the other thing that was really, really key that I hadn't really thought of is this. I'm a learner, but even bigger than that, I'm an implementer. So I learn things and I implement, learn, implement, implement some more, learn a little bit more, pick and choose what I'm learning instead of trying to have everything come in and be so afraid that I'm going to miss out on the magic piece by not being on everything selecting a few things and implementing them really well. Now, the other thing that really helps with certainty is being able to hold the bigger vision, right? So in the middle of my week, I was, uh, I had an opportunity to rewatch the movie Miracle. And if you haven't seen it, it's about the 1980. United States hockey team for the Olympics. So um, I was watching the movie very differently this time, though. It was to learn the leadership lessons, to learn the lessons for excellence that were instilled in the team that allowed them to go from literally being like 21-year-old college student hockey players to defeating a Russian team 
or a Soviet team that had been playing together, some of the players for over 15 years that were far advanced in skill and were regarded as the best team in the world, right? So there were so many lessons that I actually wrote down from this. But the, the one thing that really struck me today as I was thinking about habits and about the having the mental discipline and the mental toughness to move to extraordinary heights and do things that are surprising was that in the movie, the coach has them, they play a exhibition game with, it's against the Czech Republic and they lose. And after the game, he says to the players that, um, if you're not willing to give your best during the game, you're going to do it now. And he put them back out on the ice afterwards for a practice that literally had them on the ice in exhaustion, legs collapsing under them, and all kinds of physical effects from the exertion. And it went on for a long time. And he was saying that, they can't win on talent alone because they weren't talented enough. Like nobody was talented enough as a single person. And what he was trying to say to them is that you will be the best conditioned team. And when I was thinking about that, the best conditioned team, that phrase, that rigor around pushing and becoming the absolute best conditioned team that they could be, was actually literally just the foundational element that they needed to even qualify to get to the game that they were trying to win. It wasn't the thing that was going to be the skill that tipped them over, but being the best conditioned team, meaning in the best physical shape, able to keep up with the Soviet team, able to keep up with all these better teams, that was just the thing they needed to qualify to even really be there. And how many times have I overlooked that in my life, in my business? And how many times have you overlooked that in your business? So for all the leadership programs and leadership books that talk about developing a positive mindset, like, why is that so talked about from classics of Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich and uh, Wallace Waddles and you, the list goes on, right? Bob Proctor, um, Mark Victor Hansen, Jack Canfield, you name it. And they are talking about a positive mindset. It's because of the discipline. It's because of the skill set and as I was talking this morning with my accountability partner, I was sharing some of these things. And what I recognized is this. I have been involved in personal development training for seeing possibility, having visions, speaking things into existence, a positive mindset, being resourceful for over two decades. And so coming from that place 
allows me to create certainty from within, even when there's chaos without. So you think about this. Yes, there's tools for becoming certain. There's tools for managing your calendar. There's tools for things, right? But they stem and serve the inner core leadership that you have for yourself, that you have for what your vision in the world is. That is the certainty that creates the external certainty. It's the one that has you be resourceful. So it's really important because what I got this morning in my conversation with my my friend who's the accountability partner is that anyone who has developed their mind and ingrained the skill set of certainty from within and of leadership from within, anyone that ingrains those mental skills to speak a vision into existence for other people consistently can be shaken like a hockey player can get knocked to the ice or slammed into the sideboards. The difference is that the person who has ingrained a mindset of resourcefulness and committedness and all those other things will get up much faster than the person that doesn't have that skill set. They will find a way to move forward faster, differently, a way around the obstacle, or they will see the lesson in it and move to the next thing with more grace. So this idea of taming uncertainty is actually the process of you becoming the most courageous, brave, bold, committed, disciplined version of yourself in the world. And from there, you can do things like I did today. I actually recreated our marketing calendar and calendared about five different events and mapped out the relationship between the two to get clear visually on how all the parts relate. Coming at it from just calendar your things isn't going to create the certainty that has you rely on your decisions, that has you put a stake in the ground for your decisions, right? Coming from internal leadership for yourself, internal courage, has the calendar become much easier. So in in this idea of taming uncertainty is about taming your wobbliness, <laughs> you know, it's about taming the indecision by consistently disciplining your mind to see the vision moving forward. Okay. With that, everyone, I just want to, to tell you that I am so honored I get to do this with you and that you listen to these. I, my intention is always to inspire and to uplift with that. We are 
doing more episodes next week. Um, We have some things about the supply chain impacts of COVID and how that's all working out. But please pay attention to where your indecision shows up, to where your uncertainty shows up and where you get indecisive and, and start to train yourself to lead yourself, to see the way through, to hold the bigger vision, to see the expansion as possible, even in the midst of the external uncertainty. You have just listened to the Product Business Podcast with me, your host, Amy Wenslow. Subscribe, review, and share our podcast on Apple iTunes, Podcasts, or Google Play. Until next time.